Hello and welcome to this episode of the Tech Culture Vibes. Thank you for tuning in. Today is an exciting episode because uh, this is uh, this is addressing a topic that a lot of us are concerned about. Uh, it is obviously about COVID, but it is mostly about uh, the impact that COVID is going to have on e-commerce. You know, what does it mean to actually uh, represent a brand on e-commerce? Uh, in the era of uh, of 2020, which is post-COVID era, and uh, to talk about this, I have with me my good friend Ayaz. Ayaz, you've been in the Dubai region for a while. Can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been there for? What does your daily uh, involvement with the digital scene look like? Uh, and you know, what 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 do you have to say about the topic? But before that, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, you know what 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 your experience has been so far? Of course. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so I have been in the field for about six years now. Um, through this time, I've worked with uh, quite a few well-known brands: Acer, Intel, HTC, Aramex, Thales, and a few others. Um, with all of these brands, um, I've been involved in their mobile apps, websites, social media, e-commerce, on and off, media planning. So it's it's basically been a journey of everything digital. But does your does um, your work also what does what does your work typically uh, entail? As in, are you involved on uh, uh, are you involved on the side of uh, reading a bunch of reports, drawing a lot of insights? What does your client typically come and tell you? Like, here's my problem. Like, what is what's your involvement uh, uh, like when you know? How does the brand engage with you? I primarily work in the in client servicing uh, along with pitches. So naturally, there's a lot of research involved. There's a lot of study of the markets, uh, and when I say markets, I mean it's not just the UAE. Obviously, it's the GCC, which includes UAE, Saudi, Qatar, Kuwait. Depending on the brief, depending on the client's, uh, you know, focus on the region. Plus, it also goes all the way to Levant region, where we're talking about Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt. Um, so basically, collecting data from all across the region, um, seeing how the trends are. in different countries um, how the media is being consumed at different places right. on different devices on different websites all yeah. all that kind of stuff but your key role so would definitely uh, your key role would definitely be uh, uh, you know communication right like basically communicating yes, communication. in the best way on the best possible platform with the best devices exactly exactly right. so there's there's a lot of work for strategizing So when it comes to social, when it comes to media planning, there it comes to when the website does go live, what kind of activities that happen around it right. to make sure that the noise is loud enough. Right. So yeah, the noise. the noise has to be loud enough. That's good enough uh, uh, to establish the fact that you're obviously dealing with uh, with with the landscape of the UAE, and uh, I don't think there's anybody in the world who's not unfortunately uh, you know dealing with the the crisis that COVID has become. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know what what has changed for you and what are you noticing and it may not be about the brands that you are currently working on but by virtue of sitting in that region by virtue of having an understanding of how the landscape changes very very quickly uh, you know what 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 do you have to say about uh, you know how uh, the way that people are going to interact with brands how is that changing with the covid and what what becomes of e-commerce now okay so uae is known to be one of the earliest adopters in the region obviously uh, even around the world Right. They're very quick in adopting new technologies, whether whether it comes to AR, AI, or right. um, even 
um the the speed at which things move over here yeah. is uh is a nightmare for anybody who's working on the agency <laughs> I side but yeah i think i think you're dealing with the most internet literate population in the world yes, i think exactly. it's a very urban so, yeah exactly 99% of urbanization everybody has a mobile device everybody has a laptop everybody is connected yeah like yeah. so these are the highest numbers like yeah. i mentioned we do a lot of research reports based on you know the pictures and the studies and all that right. so for each of them we always find out that uae has the highest um Definitely. you know penetration of mobile devices Definitely. 3g networks yeah. Yeah. actually now 4g right. and lte right. um and then e-commerce as well plus also i've noticed that you know if ua adapts to something or adopts a particular thing it kind of trickles down to the uh, to the cashmere areas right and then it's going to bahrain it's going to kuwait it's going to other other parts yes. of gcc possibly levant right it's kind of like ua is the landing page of like the website that gcc is so it helps that you are sitting in in the middle of all this action right now it's the center of the tension over here everything like you correctly put it because uh, a lot of companies have their head offices over here so they have regional offices in probably other countries but the head offices are most likely to be here or saudi arabia right. here because it's a lot more international right. and saudi arabia it's a very cosmopolitan it's a, sort of a, it's a very healthy mix of uh, uh if you uh, it's a very diverse sort Correct. of a region right so i as uh, thank you for that introduction obviously it establishes the fact that you're in a you're in a good uh, uh, you know you have a good vantage point to comment on what's going on so my question is a very simple one uh, what do you make of e-commerce in the post covid era you can tell us about what's happening in your region and we can definitely extrapolate it to the rest of the regions so what are some of the points that have stood out for you is there a is there a paradigm shift is there a marginal shift uh to how brands are behaving okay so one of the biggest developments that have happened uh in less than a month was that dubai mall which houses 1200 stores and yes i said that number 1200 yeah, stores an enormous ginormous uh, yeah exactly so it's actually the big, second largest mall in the world right. uh it's so big that you can actually get tired walking through it if you go in for like Easy. if you go in to buy one Easy. product you end up spending 3 to 4 hours because you know it's just uh, you either you either come back you either come back shopping a lot of things or you come back feeling depressed that you're not able to shop exactly. that's what happened to me when i went to dubai mall i think that's the first time i sat in tesla car uh i thought that would also be the last time but the next time i went to dubai i took a cab and a tesla showed up so it's a filthy region <laughs> you know random stuff going on all the time but uh, yeah but dubai mall I, i don't think there's anybody who's not familiar with it but i'm i'm obviously fascinated by the number you threw up you're saying 1200 stores inside that mall yes but the next part i'm get, about to get to is actually more interesting to okay. dubai mall um itself was obviously it's a destination right so right. you go there you shop and everything yeah. but in the covid era where everything is closed where the government has enforced a uh, sterilization program as they call it which right. actually also it's means that you know you're allowed yeah it's a, it's a it's a lockdown in an easier term and basically yeah. it's it lets you like you can go out to get your groceries and everything right. but you're not allowed to be out for, without a reason right. and everything apart from grocery shopping and med- medical supplies right. becomes um an optional purchase a discretionary purchase right. which is why all the malls are actually closed right. so even for mall of the emirates which is like literally 5 minutes away from where i live yeah. the only stores that are open over there are um, you know uh, carrefour which right. we're going to talk about in a bit right. and right. Um, and pharmacy stores so coming back right. to dubai mall so naturally dubai mall 1200 stores 
uh, it's closed because obviously people are not there anymore and people right. have been forced to stay home right now they faced a big issue because suddenly those uh, stores don't the, the whole mall did not have any footfall right so they're out of business now i can i can i can totally business. imagine uh, the enormous amounts of financial stress because here some yeah, mall that exactly. needs its living by virtue of people coming to visit it on foot exactly. right and buying stuff and now exactly. that's literally not happening so it's safe to say that dubai mall went from making x number of dollars to 0 dollars very very quickly exactly wow exactly. Okay. so then they obviously faced they were faced with a challenge that you know what do we do about this because you know their tenants of course you can give them a relief that you know don't pay rent for 2 3 months mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. but naturally if they are not making anything how are they supposed to pay rent afterwards no, nobody knows work. when the situation yep. will be back to normal right. so it's just a, overall it's a mess right, right. Um, so yeah Definitely. what they did was they they had a complete shift in their strategy they decided to go online and they started dubai mall on an e-commerce site which is moon.com okay okay so hold on a second today, hold on a second you're yeah. telling me that dubai mall which is the biggest destination shopping uh, you know the icon of destination shopping in the world now has an e-commerce presence on yes. on what did you say what on on what noon.com noon.com, so noon.com mm-hmm. is yeah so noon.com is one of the key players in the e-commerce sphere over here mm-hmm. um it directly competes with amazon noon.com is by the way owned by uh, mr mr also owns the dubai mall dubai mall as well as burj khalifa burj khalifa of course of course so they also have their own e-commerce like basically they have their own marketplace exactly so and on, on, on this marketplace is dubai mall sitting like it's an e-commerce business right now exactly so just amazing. like you know on amazon uh, and amazon there's a store for samsung there's a store for siemens and that those kind of companies right similarly uh, noon.com has stores for different brands and now one of the brands that has been launched on noon.com is uh, dubai mall <laughs> so yeah so as an interface it's pretty straightforward you just mm-hmm. go to the website and then it just says noon uh, dubai mall is now live on noon Right. You go there and you browse all the products that are available over there. No, I think we've uh, already got a great, speaking, great point to talk about, Ayaz, because yeah. if Dubai Mall is has uh, you know forced itself to actually come online and come and sit on my mobile as a mobile storefront, then it is time that every business, regardless of whether it was a brick or mortar, brick and mortar business previously or not. has no choice but to actually have any e-commerce presence and sit on top of my mobile phone right now exactly and that is something that is unavoidable and it is actually just a smart move and more in- inspiring and more in- interesting to see is how quickly they turned around the store so i think it was in less than 2 to 3 weeks then Good when Lord. the uh, lockdown was enforced yeah, that's actually a very interesting point yeah because if the lockdown is fairly recent in that i think uh, it exactly. you know, we had lockdowns yeah. in places and uh, you okay so so <clears throat> you're saying this is already live because i was thinking they're going like they're moving to e-commerce but you're saying they're already sitting on e-commerce right now on noon.com it's already live they launched on 14th of april oh my god okay so so what Almost they turned it around in So it, it okay so they turned it around in what uh, in a matter of few weeks uh, yeah on all, all 1200 stores sitting on e-commerce right now i'm not sure it's all 1200 stores but i'm pretty sure it's quite a quite a lot of them quite a lot um, of them because yeah my god that that tells you a little bit about every store the, sorry, has products yeah. right so that that's yeah. quite a 
lot of deep depth that's, in that store that that's is. yeah there's insane depth and the kind of store there are in dubai mall the depth is insane again uh, it's yeah. kind of like the foundation of burj khalifa but 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 you know what that also tells me uh, you know the speed with which uh, you know people in digital are expected to so so look at this right somebody had to identify that no we have to be on e-commerce right now then obviously wireframes were drawn out coding teams actually probably will live the nightmarish few weeks and in a matter of few weeks we have some very very massive brands uh, in dubai mall and all the brands that it is coming online with and all of that is live yeah so the turnaround time is insane nightmare for the people who built it <laughs> nightmare for the people who built it sounds like almost every project you and i did together <laughs> <laughs> oh right. how i remember those late night calls <laughs> yeah i I'm, i'm i'm always glad we don't work together anymore but yeah but this is also bad in a way because i don't have any business but that's a smooth plug in <laughs> what else what okay so that's that's good so that my the takeaway that i'm i'm drawing for for the audience over here ayas and correct me if i'm wrong is that businesses that weren't typically focusing on e-commerce as much as they should have are now basically running helter skelter to have an e-commerce presence yes So so covid has kind of catalyzed it. Yes, you're absolutely right. But there's one more thing I want to add over here. Mm-hmm. Uh now a lot of these stores like I mentioned earlier, people are expected to shop for, you know, uh just the necessities, which means that it has suddenly become a needs versus wants approach yeah. out there. Right, right. So if the things are closed, if your salaries are coming late, if your business is taking a hit, right. you would probably not spend as much amount of money on discretionary products. You which would. are you know optional optional things right as compared to what you would right. on let's say everyday products like right. the the things that you need to no this is a fantastic point actually the needs versus wants conversation is coming up so much uh you know if you have any data on that you know I'd, we'd, we'd be delighted to hear that but you know from a from a layman's perspective i think a lot of businesses that was catering to the needs of people uh would uh, have continued doing well and the businesses that were you know a, a luxury like i would even say coca cola for instance i don't think uh, you know uh, even in the panic buying people bought toilet paper but they certainly did not buy coca cola yeah. right so it's a need yeah. versus want uh, sort of a battle that has come out and needs have clearly won i would say mm-hmm. yeah so there was a research which was done by mckinsey which uh, wow. obviously okay. we all know is one of the biggest uh, research firms in the world Definitely. yes uh, what they did was they had a 3 4 day survey which about with about 500 people in the mm-hmm. uae mm-hmm. small sample size i would say but still i think in the current era that's you know you got to make the most of it no no fair so enough, because was, these 500 people behave like everybody else in dubai because exactly, it's a very very exactly. homogenous uh, population yeah uh yeah exactly so what they did was they um identified the sentiments as to what how people are feeling positive negative neutral mm-hmm. um are they looking up towards a positive you know things to get back to normal soon late whatever so those are the sentimental levels right. that they looked at mm-hmm. as well as they looked at uh the purchasing behavior, behavior right expected from them not right. currently but mm-hmm. expected in the following two weeks right so if they did this survey let's say in the beginning of april it was sort of predicting how things would be by let's say the third quarter of the month right right, right. so in that survey they put together the the research that i have in front of me they put together a plot graph which shows a variety of products divided into three key categories household essentials mm-hmm. discretionary product and mm-hmm. entertainment at home 
wow so entertainment made it just, into the needs and wants exactly. conversation already exactly wow. okay. so just the point that you were mentioning that that we were talking about needs and wants having to you know face off each other right. um all the products which you would consider as something that you need when you know things are normal mm-hmm. your clothes your uh, makeup jewelry furnishings appliances accessories electronics all that kind of stuff first of all they yeah. have gone negative so in the, the so stores are closed online they're not making sales because people are focusing more on needs so they've gone right. negative right on the other hand things that have gone positive are uh snacks household supplies groceries and right. you know non food items yeah. like diapers and stuff like that right as right. well as entertainment and books magazines my these god. kind of things my god this is a this is fantastic thank you for sharing this i think it's quite telling uh you know obviously the fact that people have gravitated towards needs but the fact that entertainment has shown up and it has beaten wants and now it's like sort of almost sitting at the same level as need exactly that's amazing but the thing is that you know you're stuck at you're stuck at home you're yeah. you're living with people you're seeing only the same people that you see right. every day right. so eventually logo kuch na kuch to karna hota hai so it becomes you know netflix amazon Binge prime watching. youtube correct you know this Binge is very watching. interesting ayaz you'll quite enjoy what i'm about to tell you because i was having a chat with a friend of mine uh who's in the production business he works with uh, uh you know content production works with youtube india etc right and he was okay. telling me that entertainment at this point in time is seeing a surge in demand but the trouble is that how do you supply so much entertainment because of the <laughs> uh, yeah yeah the lockdown uh you know sort of an environment that we're living in with mm-hmm. the with the cap on the number of people who can make it to a studio if at all you can make it to yeah. a studio so that's a big uh, a big problem area that content uh, teams are uh, trying to tackle there is now apparently a new trend which is producing con- content inside of your home so this is like it's i think it's called quarantine content uh so yeah so so look at the uh, the the uh, the cascading effects that it's having on different kinds of enter- uh, different kinds of industries but mckenzie has gone so far as to say that entertainment is paramount right now that's amazing yes and you can imagine like you know content creator is like you just want to add one more thing over here like yeah. uh, you would have seen uh, trevor noah shooting uh, videos from his home right uh, there are quite a few bloggers on youtube who are not able to go out and have set up a studio at home right. so they want to keep engaging with their fans and followers right but you know uh, without having the option to go to the studios anymore right, right. but yeah i mean it's, it's it's has become quite a big need right now because right. obviously you you're you're stuck it's in actually one place. good you, you want to break the rhythm somebody somebody like a like an amazon prime netflix or somebody like a exactly. hotstar yeah. would be delighted almost uh, even if it sounds <laughs> selfish to say that but they'd be like ha hamara content to ban chuka hai we've been making content for so many years now and we paid a shit ton of money to buy these rights and now ghar pe baith ke dekho right so that's have uh, you noticed netflix has suddenly added a lot of more shows i don't remember seeing a lot of shows i think they've gone ahead and purchased a lot more because they also right. realize and they obviously saw the spike of uh, you know users users on their platforms yes because yes. of this uh, spending the number of people yeah it's 180 countries you know sitting indoors <laughs> you know you can totally <laughs> imagine uh, you know what level of uh, you know undivided attention they're paying to their uh, you know Do that. Right Amazing. Do that. Thank you for sharing this. What else did uh, did the report say? So the report also added the point that uh, while there's a lot of uh, the, basically because of you know the whole um, aspect about 
staying home and staying safe people are not very comfortable um in interacting with outsiders like for example right. people who come to your home to deliver your courier to right. deliver your food and that kind of stuff right. now food also brings in another aspect that you know you don't naturally trust the person who is making the food in the kitchen Good. and that kind of stuff at That's a restaurant right. Right. so while a lot of people have started to spend more money on groceries right companies yeah. like zomato uber eats talabat and even restaurants on their own individual level right. identified that hey this is a problem for us as well so we have to start making extra efforts right. which is why zomato introduced this packaging it's a uh, plastic bag on top of the usual food bag that says something like you know delivered safely to you right. so that basically they say that you know the driver has not touched the uh, food bag itself wow. Wow. so they they introduced saying yeah so they introducing different measures like contactless transactions contactless delivery uh, so they would lo- leave your uh, bag outside of your house and then right. that's about it because you've already paid on the app no this is and, actually uh, a fantastic point ayaz i'm sorry i'm interrupting but you know what i you know i've been in the lockdown for like what 7 weeks now maybe 8 weeks and uh, no but not me nobody in my family none of us have actually ordered from an uber eats or a zomato or a swiggy which right. is a very big player in this region yeah. uh yeah. having said that we have definitely tried to buy more pulses more uh, you know grocery items and stuff so what it's telling me is that obviously we are trusting our own cooking at this point in time right so everybody while the restaurant everybody has <laughs> become a chef you know uh you know uh, what do you call all these uh, teenaged uh, influencers are suddenly making omelets right? at 8 in the morning yeah. so <laughs> that's that's a content shift that's a massive one but but the point i'm making is uh, you know it's you know from your report itself uh, which is that zomato is having to do what it's doing but in spite of that i would imagine that people aren't ordering enough from zomato but of course just because i'm not buying cooked food does not mean i'm not eating enough food i'm obviously making my own so the demand is therefore moving towards somebody like a carrefour for instance right uh, or a supermarket which is selling groceries yes all right so interesting that you mentioned carrefour um carrefour it happens to be one of the biggest companies in the world uh representing hypermarkets supermarkets your grocery uh, supplies and everything like that so you would expect a lot of people to go and buy groceries now especially when you know it's a needs versus want thing Definitely. however however the, the the problem here is people are not allowed to go out as much as they would like to mm-hmm. and even if they would like to they're not feeling very comfortable going outside yeah. picking up a, you know checking out the expiry date on five different cartons and then realizing this is the one that I want and everything right so they decided to also um move quite a lot of people which were assigned to other different retail outlets by Majlu Fatem which mm-hmm. which manages uh, Carrefour in this region mm-hmm. um So Majlul Fatem's employees have been reassigned about 1000 plus employees actually have been reassigned from other businesses to Carrefour wow. in order to meet just to meet the demand demands Why exactly that? to meet Why? the demands on physical as well as online stores oh so wait a second so Carrefour also has online uh, you know it has an yes, online yes exactly right now? so they they've always had an online uh, presence mm-hmm. they've always had an e-commerce store however now now it's taken the front seat do exactly as we all do we like to you know shop for grocery we have to check you know the expiry right. date and all that kind of stuff right. we need to see if the bread is fresh and all that kind of stuff right. we right. need to do all of those things before we pick up a product yeah, and then take it home yeah 
exactly but uh, <laughs> naturally now that we are not allowed to go out we are supposed to order online so mm. they have actually um, seen as biggest spike to say and put it on the website very cre- clearly mm. that even with our best efforts we are not able to meet your demands on Look time because Look of that. the unprecedented increase in demand right My so God. they have asked their you know um, customers to order in advance Right. because you know that's, that's happening how, here as well that's, <laughs> that's this, where it's going yeah here in india we call it big basket we have a brand called big basket which is exactly mm-hmm. in a similar line of uh, business which is uh, delivering groceries at your doorstep but yeah, the, yeah you know it's still you know the more we're talking the more i'm realizing that there's enough and more opportunity for brands and there's enough and more work for brands to do from a, there is, there is. you know from from migrating from brick and mortar to online and obviously you know signing up and more and more sellers uh, you know talking about it a lot in social media getting people to download your app at, even if you're on noon.com or noon as an app right so i would imagine maybe this is why almost everybody i talk to is saying work from home is very stressful so there is work in the market it may not be like it was uh, last quarter but So, you know i'm beginning to think that there is enough more there is enough to there be is done. there is work in the market as well as the companies which are live in the market right now and trying to capture trying to make the best of it so for example there's a uh, grocery store online grocery store uh, app in saudi arabia called nana in march they have raised 18 million dollars in funds oh, to support okay. the expansion of the online endeavor because everybody is on ordering online so they you know they're, they're like a they're like a collection point they they would go and register with different grocery stores in the area right and then they'll bring it to you you right. order on the app you so this is this is the noon.com of uh, saudi arabia exactly they right. they house the you know grocery items so but hold on them. a second i you know i i may have misheard it you're saying that they've raised 18 million dollars in the month of march correct in order to be able to it. in order to be able to uh, meet like basically scale up exactly to scale and, okay. up to you know support the expansion, and expansion it is, of okay it it is in march it's you know i i hope i'm wrong but you're telling me that they've raised funds in the month of march as an aftermath to covid exactly yes. good lord exactly. good lord so think about it right i mean this is in, uh, this is a great point actually which you made i think you know so what's happened is this is there is an e-commerce player there is a marketplace that is actually catering to my need but they have obviously foreseen such a spike in demand that they have managed to raise around the funding and implemented that funding to actually uh, you know quicken their pace exactly yes that's ridiculous um, That's ridiculous. Look yeah, at look at the amount of work that's happened. Like you know, Dubai Mall actually first said, okay, you know what, we want to be online, and a bunch of engineers and designers and creative teams have come together and made that happen. But in case of this uh, Nana, they've actually uh, uh, also conducted whatever proof of concept, convincing the investor, raising the money, and therefore, and after that, sort of doing the rest of the stuff. Just Exactly. Yeah. Insane. Yep, yep. And I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about Noon once again. Mm-hmm. So just a few days ago, Noon announced its uh, grocery store, which is online, obviously because it's Noon, mm. um, and they called it Noon Daily. Ooh. And coincidentally, this has been launched by Dubai government. So wow. why I say that is because there was a tweet from uh, Dubai Economic Department, mm-hmm. which basically said. Noon daily is now live. Order your grocery online. My God, stay home, stay safe. My God, my these guys are crushing it. 
these uh, noon guys are crushing it they they almost this by the way happened after a partial uh, release of the sterilization program like right. i mean you're allowed to be out now right right but still you but still i ask place, even if that is the case sure enough fair enough but but still it's not like it used to be right so it will take a long time for the world several months possibly even a year for us to go back to living like we used to right so this is always a good time if anybody listening to this podcast if you happen to represent any of these businesses i think there is uh, it's never too late to actually go out and completely shift focus and sort of uh, uh, be present online and on e-commerce so if noon can go from noon to noon daily in a matter of weeks with the government backing that obviously tells me yeah, they are friends mm-hmm. in the right places uh, yeah. so that that's that helps but does it also come with are- some added support from the government in that uh you know like is the government helping distribute or you know the, you know moving it around logistically or something so noon already had uh, quite a you know expansive logistics uh, support right. but by themselves i'm pretty sure if the government is taking part in it i'm sure they have provided extra funds for these ex- for this expansion as well right. but even earlier um like when carrefour was delivering um so the authority rta which you know manages the road the toll system the registration of vehicles the right. metro no no i know rta these everything. are the guys who run the metro yeah exactly so these guys actually had provided cabs for delivery of car for products oh yeah so, Wait, every cab actually says rta in dubai as well yeah exactly so okay. the ca- the cabs essentially became the delivery vehicles oh, of grocery that's smart. items that's smart because they're just sitting on the road because Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, makes yeah. sense. Because makes the sense. things are closed, no point of uh, you know wasting the nice. amount of people that yeah. are already employed by them. Looks well. like looks and like the, the region has behaved very well. Government and private entities have done very very well to actually make sure that up their the, game. Yeah. Very yes, they've up the up their game. That's uh, that's very well put. That's true. But these Fantastic. are the but these are tangible things, right? That you um, actually go and buy, and then you know you order online and that right. kind of stuff. but i also want to highlight some something else which mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect to be online mm-hmm. uh which is art gallery for a 3d <laughs> virtual walk through oh god oh god right so so imagine you're using your phone and yeah. you go to the website of an art gallery and yeah. it just says explore now or you know enter right. and right. it just shows the door being opened and then you have these spots in front like of you a, like a virtual walk through sort of a thing exactly oh exactly. my god so that's, these, so that's, that is something is you wouldn't expect an art I gallery i wouldn't expect it at all because you know my understanding of art gallery for whatever it's worth is that it is if anything a 100% experience led uh you know business right where i'm walking into an art gallery it's all bougie i'm checking out the art it's overpriced i'm saying this is great right and and uh you know mere se jaan ke to samajh bhi nahi aana but 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 even such a you know uh, refined ultra luxury sort of a segment uh it has no choice but to actually i'm sorry but cock up and show up on the mobile screen i mean this is uh, This is quite telling for me. This is a great point again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this is this is where the world is headed into your mobile screen. Please be bombarded with advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be behind them. Don't worry. Yeah, I'd be behind them. And when, when you're behind them, please give us some work. But uh, yeah, this is this. You know, it's all. It started off being a commentary on. uh you know what what should the market expect but it's ended up being oh itna sara kaam hai mujhe bhi thoda de do right so, 
Nice, but but I but I do think that you know things have gone back to a very primal level. Definitely. Yes, that's true. That's right. That's true. Uh, everybody is concerned about where things are going. So obviously there has been a there has been a, a reduction in the amount of money that you spend now. Right. But the right businesses are the businesses which are in the position of you know. Um, which are in the space of needs mm. are taking the right steps to taking remain right relevant. Steps. I hope that's happening across the world. I would imagine it is, uh, but 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 looks like this is the this is the right way to deal with this crisis. Great, actually. Uh, thank you so much, Ayaz. This is a great fun. We've been talking a lot of business for a while, so I thought I'll just sort of spice it up a little bit. But, you know, not the not the kind of spice it up you enjoy in Dubai. We're not saying much more than that. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, thank I you thought that, that you know we do have like because it's not like a Harvard Business Review kind of a podcast. It's not like an academic uh, sort of a podcast. Although you made it a, a very academic, and I thank you for that because it's a lot of uh, you know fact based, uh, you know, uh, backed by fact sort of a discussion. that we had but we have a segment here which is also um, uh, you know uh, sorry i'll have to do this again but we have a segment here which is also like a bit of a take on uh, consumer culture which is which is what the show stands for uh, so i have a bunch of questions for you uh, for us to actually figure out just uh, you know how basic you are or how rich you are we'll find out after these questions starting with is it like a rapid fire <laughs> i hope it's like a rapid fire but i have no current joker uh thankfully but uh, <laughs> but question number 1 i asked noor are you ready for this i am yes yeah. are, are you ready to bear your soul <laughs> that question exactly <laughs> yeah, the for question number 1 will tell you what phone are you currently on iphone 11 oh my god okay so you must know, so struck it out of the park okay so you so where did you become an iphone guy Because I, you See, know, I thought you and I, what? For the longest, for the longest, I was an Android person, and yeah. uh, no disrespect to anybody who is an Android user. No, thank you very much. But, yeah. But when I saw the video quality and the image quality, my God, my the video quality on iPhone is to die it's for. Crazy. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, yeah. I even I was like, I I am obviously a huge fan. Uh, of the Android ecosystem, but when I saw people shooting kick-ass videos on iPhone, I'm like, I want that thing. But obviously, yeah. I can't afford it, so I settled for a OnePlus 70 Pro. McLaren, if I may. I add, still, but... I still have uh, like it's still taking me a while to get used to it. It still frustrates me a little bit because I've used Android for so many years, right. and now to make a shift on a different platform that behaves differently. But but, but I'm hoping I'm you're shooting good. Still learning it. Uh, yes, the quality of video is really good, but yeah, right now I'm just home for the last two months. So yeah, are you are you shooting? Are you shooting the? Videos. Are you shooting the vacant roads very well? <laughs> well, if I'm allowed to go, that, I'm that's what you get for showing off, you piece of shit. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right. So I, I I thought you're on Android, so I was gonna ask you what are your most visited apps uh, to get a get a like get a feel of uh, you know how you utilize your phone, but. Uh, What are your most visited apps in the uh, in the iPhone 11, anyways? So I spend a lot of time <laughs> guilty. I spend a lot of time on Facebook, Instagram, Netflix. Thank you. Um, and Google Chrome. I still use Google Chrome even if I'm on iPhone. Yeah, why not? Oh yeah, sorry, you're Safari. Safari, now. I'm not. Oh I'm my not God, what happened? I have Daddy not used Safari good, on this phone. Daddy did not build a good ecosystem for you there. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say WhatsApp. 
Oh yeah, actually WhatsApp. Yes, it's so yeah. usual that I, it, you know, you just don't wow, that, anymore. Wow, yeah, that's that's yeah. actually true. That's actually true. Okay, where do you stand on uh, this, uh, uh, you know, sort of a divisive point, which is that half the population believes that we are being tracked. Uh, uh, you are on iPhone now, which kind of like takes the sting out of this question. But how? What do What do you think? Uh, you know, uh, if people say Facebook is listening all the time. People say Google is also potentially listening all the time. Uh, I would imagine our governments are also listening, which is a very concerning matter. But do you think that we are being? Uh, do you have a story uh, on the on the lines of uh, how you uh, started believing or not that we are being heard all the time? We are being tracked. So it's actually very creepy that uh, a lot of times you are talking to somebody about something that you want to buy, mm-hmm. and then you just type the first two letters of that product's name. and then yeah. suddenly google is able to identify oh, what yeah. is the next term that you're going to enter and it is it is creepy as anything because then you're like okay what well, welcome what to this episode here? of black mirror this is very true this is very very true i i you know and I, it's it's yeah. so weird right because you're and then uh, next thing you know you're seeing an ad on facebook by amazon selling this yeah. product or something else is true. happening and then you're like what's going on just here? the But number of times honest, it has happened to me it's not even funny Yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think we were together once when this happened to you as well. I think we yeah. were having a dinner and when you were visiting yeah. Dubai a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think we I think we spoke well. about Xbox or something like that and then the next thing we know yeah. I, I sent you a screenshot that said look I got an Xbox ad. Exactly. You know, but if the targeting was any good they would know I can't afford it. <laughs> so there is still some hope that the AI has not gotten to that level. Well, like, maybe they were going for aspirational purchasing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not as bad. Yeah, that's a, that's a bank loan for me. But okay, uh, what about uh, what about your uh, work-life balance? I'm mildly jealous of you because your Instagram is telling me that you're like rubbing shoulders with uh, actors, and you're now an actor yourself. You have a bunch of movies on YouTube. I myself have not a bunch of movies. Actually, I have only acted in one um, short film. Uh huh. Um, and I've done a few theater. Uh, like, Three theater plays? plays actually. Wow. Yeah, theater plays. Um, and yeah, so I I am in that zone of art. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that that's an interest that I. Art, you know, you that tells me that you do have some semblance of a work-life balance. Uh yes, I'm able to do that. I'm able to do that on good days. On on some days, it's a bit gets a lot challenging, but it's okay. I'm I'm able to manage that. Wonderful, wonderful. And a lot how of the, a lot you... of times, these rehearsals and these things happen on the weekend. So mm-hmm. usually, it's not a bad bad business. I don't know what a weekend means. Nobody uh, working in a digital <laughs> marketing company in India. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no, but not anymore. Yeah. Now the world gets a taste of what it is like to live in Bombay. Uh, you won't but... imagine. The other day, the yeah. other day, I was talking to a client. I'm sorry. I'm. Stopping you in your question answer session, mm-hmm. but the other day I was talking to a client of mine and I asked him how's it going, and he said uh, the days don't end, bro. And I'm like, huh. so now you know what it feels like. Din dal jaye par raat na hai, right? That shit is happening with every too real. Days don't end, man. Days don't end. And all on top of that, I would imagine your fasting for Ramzan going on. Comes out going on, yes. Oh, But thankfully, yeah. uh, a Dubai usually gets very, very hot. Hmm. But uh, right now, you, there's no reason to go out because you know everybody's working from home. Right. Um. So you don't get to experience that heat at least during the daytime when you're fasting, and right. in the night, it's just, you know it's okay. You can right. drink some water. 
fair enough fair enough okay uh, this next question i don't have to ask you at all but it is uh, i know you're certainly not one but uh, between the introvert extrovert uh, bifurcation what would you pick yourself out for i used to be quiet uh, i had issues with uh, personal space mm-hmm. till about i think 2 years ago mm-hmm. recently i've started to expand my horizons as they say is that but, why you're in client uh, servicing no no i've been in client servicing from day one actually I know, I know, but I know. Uh, it's just that uh, social um, you know uh, socially i used to be socially awkward earlier like right. i wouldn't know if i'm talking somebody yeah. for the first time yeah. now i know a few icebreakers yeah. you know i i can, I, I can vouch for that you were very some... very socially awkward uh, it it can't you know it's not coming out in the conversation and i'm highly offended but okay <laughs> <laughs> okay what is your what is your go to place for ideation like a lot of people say that i get my best thoughts in the bathroom or you know some people say when i'm driving or something like that do you have something like that for you, you know, so you i don't have a go to I don't have a go-to place. I have a go-to time. Okay. I can't function late at night. I my mind just shuts down. Mm-hmm. But if I get some good sleep and I wake up early in the morning, that has been the case since university time. I used to study in the morning, and right. uh, no, no, even but, now, but now when I'm working on a presentation, of... I'd rather work in the morning. Hmm. I'm not an early riser by any stretch of imagination, but I've been told by many people, starting from my own mother, uh, that you know the early hours are way more productive. And I've actually, you know, on the rare occasion that I have, I found it to be a good hour. Like I'm talking uh, 4:30 in the morning times. Okay, no, I don't wake up that early. <laughs> I would say if I wake up at nine usually. Yeah. Uh, yes, I said I wake up at nine. Usually, you, some people would be jealous of that. How is that early? I, like I don't get it. <laughs> well, now because of the COVID, right? So early, okay. I used to wake up at eight. Eight thirty. Okay, sure. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But you know, when you live in Dubai, where you know, so many times, you know, I used to have meetings at say nine thirty in the morning. I'm like, what even is this hour? But uh, you know, but but at it, at eight fifty, I'm still trying to board a cab, and I'm still made in time to the meeting. That's just ridiculous. You know, Indians don't even understand what that means. It's just it's just <laughs> yeah, unfair. Yeah, that's true, actually. But good. Yeah. So whenever, sorry. Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying that whenever you have uh, the only reason that you would have uh, unlikely traffic jam if you're going to I don't know. Uh, If you're going a bit far, if you're going to Sharjah, for example, those are notorious a couple of roads. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it's just traffic jams because yeah, of any accident. Don't call it a accident. traffic jam. Don't call it a traffic that, jam. You, know, you guys yeah. call it a traffic jam when you're moving at 30 kilometers an hour. We like, were stuck in one, traffic? I guess. We were also stuck in one. Yeah, we were. I remember that. When you had that. come to my office. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah. It took a while. Yeah. But I even then, just, even yeah. then, you just said that you know this is nothing. We got out of here yeah. like forty minutes. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, forty minutes is nothing. I, I, you know, where my office used to be is about twelve kilometers from where I live, and I used to consider myself very lucky if I made it in an hour. So you can only imagine oh. what kind of uh, uh, traffic situation we're talking about. In fact, COVID's yeah. actually gotten rid of that. Uh, but I'd rather get stuck in traffic than be. You know, I sincerely hope this uh, this whole pandemic comes to an end. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I don't know about the pandemic. This episode has definitely come to an end. Uh, I'm, I'm mildly glad about it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much I'll for. I maintain uh, my silence. You know, please maintain your silence, and uh, why don't you make a stupid video on your iPhone 11, right? So, <laughs> thank you for joining in, Ayaz. This is great fun. 
thank you everybody for tuning into this episode uh, i think uh, you know i would like to sort of end with the show summary uh, because i've been making notes of uh, you know what we've been discussing so i would say uh, you know quite a lot of changes uh, starting with the fact that the uae as a region has actually acted very quickly upped its game in order to make sure that uh, the need based businesses are catered to starting with uh, the mr owned noon.com and noon daily that's a great uh, takeaway um and i would also say that uh, <coughs> the whole needs versus wants conversation and the fact that entertainment has made it uh, almost at the same level of needs is a bit of an eye opener for us at this point in time and uh, i think the biggest takeaway uh, ayaz would be that uh, almost every business that can uh, and that should be online is online or is getting towards being online and if an art gallery is going to be online then i would imagine every business has to be online Exactly. So yeah. that's quite telling. Uh, so if you happen to be from the digital marketing space, regardless of which part of the world you are, there is some work coming up. So keep your head up and uh, keep listening to the Tech Culture Vibes. Thank you very much.